how there we go and it's a little different being in uh on this seat you know for today but uh welcome ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for hanging out with us it's a little wednesday night edition of the evening juice with lemon city live this is season eight episode 28 uh Today, a little different look here. Uh, I think it's a much better looking crowd, much better looking team here than what we normally have since we're Sans, uh, Gus, and Achilles today. Uh, filling in for them, we got the uh, the incredibly talented Alex Winley joining us and uh, making his return appearance here for I don't know how many times. Uh, Xavier, he's uh, been hanging out with us and been filling in for us through these last few weeks here, and uh, we couldn't thank him enough. Thank you so much, X. Wait, wait, oh, wait, we have that. Don't we have a little sound for you, dude? I think I messed it all up, didn't I? I messed it all up because I don't, oh, there it is. X-Go, give it to you. X-Go. <laughs> super delayed, super messed up. But anyway, uh, before we get started, let me remind everybody that this show today is brought to you by Intelligem, an internationally endorsed athletic cognitive brain training stimulation that improves players' decision-making, game time awareness, and opponent anticipation, Intelligent stimulates or simulates, sorry, actual gameplay in a digital arena to help players better adapt to the shifting realities of real-time sports. Use code LemonCity15 to receive 15% discount on all your packages when you sign up. That's LemonCity15 at Intelligent.com. Uh, like we've always said, if you're into soccer, if you have kids that are playing soccer, that is a must-have. It's affordable. You can train like the pros, and you are guaranteed to see results. So go check out our friends over at Intelligym at Intelligym.com. 30 minutes, two times a week. You can do it from your computer, and you'll be a much better soccer player. Um, anyway, all right. Today, I, I, I got you guys on today, and I really want to – look, I'm even wearing my USA jersey, the nice one, unlike the rumored ugly new kits that are coming out that I'm not a fan of whatsoever. Um, although, to be fair, once they come out and we see it on a player, it always looks better on the player. It's just – you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it'll look a little different when I see, like, a number 10 and Pulisic on the back. But for the most part, it's just, ugh, you know. But anyway, uh, but, yeah, I want to get into it. We got, we got plenty of soccer. I want to talk some MLS with two of the of the brightest minds in MLS and some of the best coverage. Yeah, Xavier, I'm complimenting you, too. Don't act surprised. Uh, Alex has been, you know, working with us for a long time since last season. And uh, now she's the co-host of the Heron Outlet podcast as well, where she's, if you really want to dive into it even more than what Xavier gives you, X going to give it to you. You can jump into that and uh, really get your fill of Inner Miami stuff. So uh, let's get started, guys. What's going on right now with Inner Miami? We're on a two-game skid. We got two back-to-back -back road losses, and we got a third road game coming up this Saturday in Chicago. What uh? What are you anticipating to see from this team, Alex? Uh, come Saturday. Um. Well, yeah, I think those two losses were really difficult to take, but um, not something that will completely um, you know, stop their playoff chances. I think with Pozuelo getting that red card against Red Bulls, and then uh, getting in and that red card caused them to get suspended to uh against the the crew. I think you know without Pozuelo there, it really looked uh. Miami looked really lost, but, um, you know, uh, he'll be back for uh, this weekend's match against the Fire, and I think, you know, Miami will get it together then and, and hopefully go on another run because they, they can't really afford to drop any more points. No, not at all. 
Um, so okay, so Pozuelo's back this week for sure. So the suspension is over. All right, uh, Xavier, what about you? How are you uh, feeling? Optimistic? Uh, uh, yeah, our, our definitely. This weekend? Definitely, definitely. I'm looking at it this way. They if they pull off the the three points in Chicago, I just pretend it was a tie in each game. Those three road games, a point, a point, a point. <laughs> we got the three points, and and we're all happy. But um, yeah, the the Pozuelo uh, suspension. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got to give you a point for that. That's, that's a, that's a <laughs> nice way of uh, constructively looking at it. Okay? I, I try to be, I try to be positive, and I use intelligent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the Pozuelo suspension um, hurt the team, but I think more than that was was uh, Iguain. He was injured in that game. You know, the the coach said after the game that the guy studied uh, Iguain in the calf, and I don't think he was 100. percent You know, you could tell he wasn't running yeah. great. He 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 was. He was a warrior. He went out there and he, you know, he gave it an effort and he had a good attitude. So I like that. Like early in the season, it might not have been that way. But um, I think that affected the game because I'm a big Bryce Duke fan. And, you know, I, I've been writing a little synopsis about the season until uh, this game. And I keep looking back at the games and I mentioned Duke a lot. And I saw his progression as he was going as a player. He was actually doing pretty good. And then when Pozuelo came in, of, of course, that's halted. They had a couple games you know, where they played together. And I thought that was the best um, soccer Inter was playing, but he uh, Phil doesn't use them as much as I would like, you know, together. He has Pozuelo as the main guy, and then he'll bring Bryce in uh, a little bit after. But uh, I, I think it hurt more um, with Higuain, you know, because he, he was on a roll and, and he, he, he couldn't just be himself. Because I think yeah. Bryce can fill that role. But right now, if, if it's not um, Campana, nobody can fill the role. For, for Gonzalo. And, and Campana is not uh, as finished of a product as Gonzalo, obviously. He's younger, faster, and all those other things. But but um, Higuain puts it in. He makes sure the ball goes in here. And, and that's just a, a, an art and that craft he hasn't mastered that, you know, some of the other guys still have to figure out a little bit more. Yeah, I got to give it to you. You've been, you've been praising... I've been very cynical all season. I've been bashing the team. I've been bashing the coach. I, I'm guilty of it. I, I admit. I've been doing a lot of that. And Xavier's been, you know, the good angel on the good sh on the shoulder, you know, telling me, no, it's gonna be all right. Things will get better. This guy's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. And and with Iguain, I man, I threw the towel on Iguain a long time ago. But I could not have been more wrong. I mean, and Xavier's been, you know, he's been carrying that flag for Iguain all season. I can I can vouch to it. Um, and he has turned it around. He's accepted his role, you know, coming off the bench. He's really produced. He's done everything that you wanted him to do. But most importantly, I think you just said it, which is something that it gets overlooked a lot, which is he's finishing. He's actually converting these things. You know, we had a, you know, a history of, of not being the guy to convert it. But now it's like we go into it. He spots up for a free kick against Red Bull and you're like, oh, we got this. You know what I mean? Like, where in, in all these moments, you feel like there's this confidence brewing with the team and, and in their star player. But I think it, we we have been depleted. Uh, the the Pozuelo, to me, has just been outstanding. I mean, his he's been that missing piece that really makes everything click. But when he's not there, I feel like we lost all that momentum that we built prior to him getting there. Like what you were talking about with Bryce and, and those guys really like gelling and forming. And then it's like, man, they were a shell of it. You know, they, you just don't see the cl the the clicking there. Um, to me, I, I'm curious to see how these guys are gonna, you know, rebound and bounce back after this week. But 
But Alex, what about Pozuelo? Like, have you felt the same way as as uh, as Xavier and I? Um, yeah, in a way, I think um, for large parts of the season, though, Iguain really didn't show up until Pozuelo came. Honestly, I think having a number ten behind him helps Iguain a lot. And um, you know, when there was no one feeding Iguain the ball, he was basically you know a, a traffic cone essentially for Miami, not really doing much and that's why Campano was able to step in and, and take his spot for large periods because you know he was younger a bit quicker maybe more mobile and that fit the style of play that Miami was you know just trying to, to get points with now with Pozuelo in um of course we haven't seen Campano and Pozuelo play too much together because uh, Leo has been injured but with Pozuelo in um him and Iguain have started to, to develop a really good partnership so far and you know, we're seeing a bit of an Iguain resurgence uh, because of that. So, um, yeah, I think it's just uh, having a quality player like um, Alejandro on the field, it brings out the best one and everybody, and that includes Iguain. Of course, you know, heading into next season, this is, you know, what do we do about that? Iguain's in, the, in his last year, but he does have a, an option to extend. But, you know, do you still want him on DP wages when he will be 35, 36? I don't know, but... Yeah. Uh, right now it's it's working. Yeah. So wait, is Leo going to be back for this week? Any chance, or is he um, still rehabbing? Um, according to uh, oh what uh, my colleague heard at the the meet and greet open training thing. Um, uh, he's closer to schedule, so um, I think he could be back sooner than we think. But not not anticipating it for this week in Chicago. No, he probably so. won't start, but he'll probably travel with the team. Okay. All right. So that's a positive there. Um. Yeah. I. I'm the same way. Like I like I said, I was I was anti Iguain for a long time, but I've come around. I definitely think it mixes. But I'm really excited to see what the three of them could do together. You know, to see what Leo, to see what Pozuelo, to see what Iguain can do on the on the pitch at the same time. Like that could be pretty exciting, or it could be a complete disaster. You know, <laughs> I don't I know. Think if it it's happened gonna... against uh, uh, Mont- uh, uh, San Jose away. I think Iguain and, and uh, Leo started together with Pozuelo uh, in behind them, and it it. I mean, it was a that game was just a bunch of missed chances. It's not like yeah. they they just couldn't score. They were creating stuff. They didn't they couldn't score. But um, yeah, I think that's one instance. It can work, but you know. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping it works. I just I feel like it's been so long since I've seen like healthy Campana and healthy Leo playing. You know, really making a difference because there was there was that little run there earlier this season where he was just you know on fire, racking up goals after goals. Started with that hat trick and everything, and then it just kept you know snowballing and it's been just it it really has been like completely different seasons like it's been like three or four different seasons within the season so far and we still have uh, another stretch of games to go here so i can't really put everything together but i'm in again gonna enjoy it i've come i've come around i'm not as cynical i actually think phil neville's doing a great job i never thought i'd say it but i think he's might not be the most tactically sound you know boss or or coach on the pitch there but he has these guys believing you know Achilles kept telling me he's like hey bro you know he's this guy he knows what he's doing he's doing something right there he's got something in the kool-aid they're buying into it I really never thought I'd see Wayne you know come in like uh like Xavier says a super sub coming in and, and accepting that role and but it's been great uh the crowds let me ask you guys since you guys have been going to all the home games have you noticed the change in the crowds have you seen any like dwindling of fans or increase of fans or anything like that or has it remained status quo for you guys all season long 
Well, yeah, I think we can both say from the press box it, that there has been a slight increase in, in fans, especially in La Familia. Um, you know, the at last home game, I have photos of it. It was actually quite full. So, yeah, okay. it's growing. It's growing a lot, um, a lot more than it was earlier in the season. And I think that's yeah. just, uh, you know, helping the, the, the team even more because they've got fans that are cheering for them. Yeah, yeah I think I because it's all that's always been the fear down here in South Florida, you know. If you're not winning, if you're struggling, people lose interest. And then again, you're asking a bunch of fans of a team from Miami called from Miami to travel up, you know, to the neighboring North County and then go up to even further away from that. I know it's a long trek for you, Alex, to get to the games. Uh, ex- even for Xavier, he's all the way out west. I'm sure it's a bit of a trek to get to the game. So for me, I forget about it. I, <laughs> I got to renew my passport to head up there. Um, but Xavier, have you have you noticed like any change in the uh, in the fan support? Like, are you you concerned? The, are you happy that I, it's building? I, it's building very slowly. You know how South Florida fans are, but but I do see more enthusiasm. I do see a little bit more uh, of a live crowd. I'll yeah. tell you what, the after parties are super live. <laughs> in the Northwest box, that that's really good. But um, I do think that the fans are starting to to, to, to turn a little bit. Remember at the at the beginning, they um, they booed uh, Iguain coming in. Sorry for that background noise. I'm gonna take care of it in a second. Uh, they booed Iguain coming in uh, into the Atlanta game because um, Campana was coming out. Iguain was coming in, and they booed, and that's where Campana said, "Hey guys, you know, you know, relax." And, and now they're cheering for him. So okay. now they cheer for Iguain when he comes out, which is great. And, and I do yeah. feel that the crowd has more of a belief. Uh, obviously, Pozuelo has a lot to do with that. The, 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 the whole uh, dynamics of, of the team has changed. And, and I do think they're, they're, um, the crowd's a little more favorable. But the attendance in that game that, that Alex was talking about, it was a two-for-one, I believe. There was like a special with, with uh, the tickets. So, yeah. the, so, so, so that makes a big difference. Um, but but I, I think they're building something because the first two seasons, you know, it was like a big letdown, all this hype, all this marketing. And well, then, yeah, they had no fans. Yeah. They weren't allowed in, you know. Right. <laughs> but but even, even in the second season when they had, um, they were allowed fans in, it still wasn't yeah. great. You know, even if it wasn't maximum capacity, it still wasn't filled. It should have yeah. been filled if you weren't going to have, you know, the full stadium. Well, but, I was uh, there for the the home opener last season, and that that was a limited capacity too. Like they kept saying it was it, like it felt like it was pretty full, but they were saying like, hey, you know, we're still in their pandemic rules and and so on and so on. So, I mean, I'm hoping we continue to build. I just if we make we got to make a run. We can't miss the playoffs. We can't miss the playoffs. That's not an option. You know, with so many teams, you know, with the, when you got seven teams uh, making it. You gotta, you gotta be one of them. You know what I'm saying? And right now, as it sits here, uh, let's see, where are we right now? We are currently ninth in the East, 36 points with two games in hand too, as well. So we're, you know, some of the teams above us have played a couple more. Uh, Cincy and New England at 38 points uh, above us, so one win we can leapfrog them. Uh, and then Toronto is two points behind us. Toronto's hot, man. Toronto has, they brought in those Italian imports, and man, those Lamborghinis and Ferraris are performing. Like, like, it's nobody's business. I think they've been responsible for something like 50% of all the goal chances created since they've gotten there. Um, it's been an incredible, incredible turnaround. They couldn't beat Montreal, though, you know. Canadian uh, uh, supremacy reigns in Montreal. That's the team that, uh, that I like to see uh, or I think is going to do some stuff in the, in the playoffs. But Toronto behind us. We got a couple teams in front of us. We got to get a win this week. We got to beat Chicago. Chicago's on a skid. They got, what, what's their last four? They got two draws and three losses. So we got two points. 
in their last five games. Uh, Chicago's in, in shambles. We need to take advantage of this. This is kind of like, to me, reminds me of that San Jose game, traveling out west, you know, bottom feeder, but we got to beat them, and we did. We came through with it. Uh, what kind of uh, what kind of score prediction can we get from you guys here? Can we can we get a little little score prediction for the game here? Who wants to go first? Wow, that is, um, Chicago has twelve <laughs> clean sheets during the season. They're a tough. They got the hottest team. goalie. They got the they're, hottest goalie right now in the they're, game. They're a tough tough defensive team. The first game was zero zero here at home. Yeah. Um, but Miami has to go out and look for the game. So I think there's definitely going to be scoring, whether on one side or the other, because Miami has to go look for that game. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Miami two to one, Inter Miami two one. I think it's gonna be a one goal game unless they break out and and and, and surprise me. Uh, Pozuelo okay. comes in super hyped and and gives assists everywhere, <laughs> but I, I, which I hope. But uh, I haven't seen Chicago like get blown out, so maybe I think a two one. Okay. 2-1, 3-1 game, 2-1, I'll say. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it'll be 2-1. Chicago, they've not had the best run of form. They Their last one, two, three, four, five games, they haven't won. It's been three losses and two draws, and they haven't scored in their last two matches. So, um, yeah, they're one of the uh, not-so-good teams right now, and I think Miami with the reinvigorated Pozuelo and then, you know, Campana traveling, you know, the team will be very – excited to get back on the field because they've been off for about 10 days already. Their last game was quite a while ago, actually. So I think they'll be ready and rearing to go. And I think it'll be a, a two, one game. Uh, maybe there'll be, there'll be one defensive slip up, but I think uh, Miami will, will get two goals and um, find a way to, to, to continue to, to just to stymie that Chicago attack, which hasn't been really doing too well. Shakiri has been a, really a non-factor. Yeah. So now I'm not too much worried about the Chicago attack, but I I totally totally forgot about the fact that they do have the hottest goalie in Gabriel Slonina, who's uh, if you don't know, uh, was a, he's a, he's a teenager who's already signed for Chelsea. He's a, signed by Chelsea. They loaned him back to Chicago to finish out the season. I think he's going to start for us in the World Cup. I think he's Whoa. just. A, I think so. I think he's. Whoa. You got to look at the other goalies on Slow the US Men's national there, team Cowboy. right now. Hey. Zach Steffen is not playing. Yeah, no. You know, he's not getting any minutes. Um, this guy at Arsenal is not getting any minutes. No, um, Matt Drake Turner. Drake Callender should go. Drake, uh, we're going to talk about Drake Callender in a second. We'll talk. <laughs> but I think you got to go with the hot hand right now. And it's he had nine saves uh, in his last outing and pitched a shutout. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the guy, he's been just, I mean, there's a reason he's been noticed by a club like Chelsea and they've gone after him and done these things and invested that much money in a teenager so that's a big deal <laughs> the um, u.s is is one of the youngest team if not the youngest team it's in the, the youngest cup. team in the world cup if, yeah. if he comes in and the age even drop drops even more the average <laughs> age drops 17 year old i'm telling you if he stays in this form it's gonna be he's, he's it's gonna be hard to say no and not take him to the world cup but uh with that being said though i do think we need to score some goals. I think our offense is better than theirs. Uh, I think their their goalie right now is, is 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 as hot as can be. So I'm thinking also one goal game. I'm thinking maybe like a two one uh, one nothing kind of game as well. Uh, but let me ask you guys: How do we feel about the Drake Calendar demotion and Marsman in? Are we okay with this? Are we? We saw what happened last game. You know, it ended up being one nothing against the Crew. Are they going to run back with it again? Do you want them to make the switch again, or do we just keep with Marsman and just go forward? Um, well, according to uh, 
the the open training of uh, my colleague Ian Hess. I think he reported that uh, Marsman will probably be the starter going forward. Um, I don't know. I think it's just a, a distribution thing. Nick is better with his feet. Challenger is uh, the better shot stopper. So um, I don't think it's Drake playing poorly. I think it's just a different profile of goalkeeper that uh, Neville wants. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, to me, I don't. I don't. I don't get why we made the switch. Yeah. To me, it's like why are we, why are we tampering with it? Is it just like like Marsman is not the future. He's not the answer for us. You know what I mean? Drake is actually a guy that you can, you know, continue to build up, and he's played well. He's actually kept us in plenty of games this season. And I don't. I, to me, I, I'm still scratching my head about it. But Xavier, what do you think? I'm I'm Team Drake, and I'll tell you why. One, I, I wrote that. I said I said he's the future. The, the other guy's probably not going to be here after the season but but i think there's a lot of marketing behind all this nick marsman so great with his feet because in writing the story I, I i a couple of times i wrote where he made a mistake and in a couple of games he made a mistake and gave up a goal he's made several mistakes with his feet even this last game where he started i i almost you know, jumped out of the, the my chair when he went to the corner with the ball and like almost had the ball stolen oh. from him yeah. You know, he, I, and then when I'm watching, because I'm, I'm watching for this whole, oh, he's so good with his feet, great. I didn't see it. I'm not saying the guy's bad. I'm not, uh, the guy I wrote, he has a, a, a better presence. Because I yeah. think, you know, in, in playoff games, which all these games to me are playoff games right now, yeah. you need a solid leader back there. And he's more of a presence than Drake. Drake is still a young guy. And I don't know. He's gotta, yeah, it know, comes with experience too. But but I think he's done well. I, I don't think he's any less with his feet. I saw Marsman kick the ball out uh, at least six, seven times on goal kicks, and I didn't see anything special. I didn't see anything out of this world, anything different. I, I think yeah. maybe the coach was trying to give a spark, like, like I wrote, when he benched Higuain, you know, I think that changed the season for Higuain. He's like, whoa, he had to take a step back. Yeah. I don't know if he's trying to do that, and I don't know if how a young player like Drake will react because he's different. Higuain yeah. is it you know, a cool customer. He's a vet. You can say whatever you want. The guy's been around the world, been a star everywhere. So, you know, he took it like, okay, you know, you're trying me. Okay. Let me get back in and, and I'll show you. I don't know how Drake's going to do it, but I, I wouldn't have changed him. And I, and I wrote that, I think it was in the last article. I said, he, you know, he, he's the future um, and he's getting some experience that you can't buy that. It's like he's going through a, a playoff run right now. These games are all critical. You know, he can't make mistakes. He's got to grow as a leader. He's got to be better. And then you take that away. Why? If you're doing it because you think Marsman is the difference that's going to get this team to make this playoffs for sure and, and possibly for a championship, then I understand if that's what he's looking at. I don't yeah. know if that's what he thinks. Yeah, I, to me, I'm still scratching my head. Um, Drake came on his first game, if I'm not mistaken. That his first start was uh, the Open Cup against uh, Miami FC, right? Mm -hmm. I believe so. Yeah. And we, yeah, we were all there. We we mm -hmm. talked to him after the game, and you know, it's just nice to see him. You know, come so far from a guy who was like, "Hey, why is he?" Because we got to be honest, that that Open Cup game against Miami, we were all like, "Why is he starting?" You know, like we we it wasn't like we were clamoring for him. It's like, hey, we were. We were all going, like, what's going on here? Who's this guy? Okay. And, look, all he did was take over that position, hold it down, and carry us, I think, for for, for a good chunk of the of the, of the midseason hump there. So we'll see. All right. Um, we'll go from there. But I, I do want to, while we're here, I want to talk a little bit about the rest of MLS. I've been uh, much more – I've been following this season much more than other seasons in the past for, for different reasons. But uh, 
one of them, I've, I've been really enjoying some of the game. I've been enjoying the quality of the league. I've been enjoying um, some of the storylines and, and the personalities that have been coming through. But first off, I want to ask you, aside from Inter-Miami, do you guys have like a B team? Anybody, anybody here have like a little team that maybe they like to follow, that they cheer for quietly in the shadows outside of the Inter-Miami press box that you sit there? I know, Alex, you're an Everton fan on the Premier League. What's your? Do you have like a secondary team in MLS that you kind of root for? Um, Montreal, sometimes. I know, They don't get a lot of respect from the media, even though they've been quietly yeah. really good this season. They're second in the East, so, I mean, they're doing something correct, but they never get that respect, so I'll watch a lot of their games. Um, Austin FC, they're fun to watch. I don't necessarily root for them, but um, it's really cool what they're doing. Um, and only in their second year, too, so yeah. <clears throat> that's impressive. Um, I have a list here. Um, yeah, this is <laughs> got a list of teams. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just really Montreal and, and Austin FC. Really, Charlotte's interesting because uh, of their fan base and all. Not necessarily the way they play, just the yeah. fans get cool. But yeah, those two. Okay. I yeah, see Ricky I, J. Mark is uh, chiming in over here. He's uh, Charlotte plus that NYCFC Man City connection. Oh, <laughs> what's up, Ricky? How you been, man? Um, oh, I see here. Holy hair on Batman. It's Alex <laughs> Lindley. Look at that. So, um, all right. Xavier, what about you? Who are you rooting I, for? I, I feel like I, I know. I feel like I, I have a. Who, who are you going to say? Who are you going to say? I feel who, like you got who? a little Columbus crew in you because of Chucho. Wow. You know what? That's great. But no, I actually oh. was going to say, I actually was going to say Philadelphia because of Bedoya, a, ah, okay. a former yeah. Western FC player. Of course. You know, that's your. So, so I, I, I follow him around a little bit yeah, yeah, career, yeah seeing what's going on besides the team's playing really well and they have really really nice young players and they're letting them play so yeah. um oh, i forgot the lefty's name is it mcglynn um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah jack mcglynn I, 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 yeah, I really really enjoy and i think that kid's gonna break out um okay. aronson paxton uh you know brendan's brother i think he's yeah. really good too and and they have some some young guys that play i like the way the team plays they move the ball around and, and they've been really, really solid this season. And yeah. and then I also, after the first game that Inter Miami played Austin FC, I was a little impressed by their midfield and by their play. They they yeah. aesthetically pleasing. They touch the ball around. They look very good. And then now they beat LAFC. I saw that game, and they look good again. Uh, you know, that's a dark horse team. So yeah. I, I, I look at them. I look at them, and I say, I, I, I'm looking for the teams that that play that that soccer that i like which is move yeah. the ball around you know touch it around look look nice and and win i like it i like it see i uh i agree with you guys uh funny enough alex i have a couple of montreal impact jerseys okay i'm oh, an wow. old school impact i'm an old school impact fan that was one of my teams uh nacho piatti when he was over there that was one yeah. of my favorite players love that dude uh got to cover him when he was um when they were doing training camp in tampa went up to see them oh, yeah. and and talk to them and talk to him and he was great he actually just came back on board with uh he retired and he just came back on board with um with with the team in an advisory something role uh recently he just finally got on the on the gram too so i was like oh finally there we go mm -hmm. um, so i do i do like montreal i think montreal is going to be a scary team i think in the playoffs that's one of my dark horses I think that they're just a very well, like you said, under the radar, not a lot of attention. They've they're been tough. doing well. Tough Phys out. Physically, physically. Yeah. Physical. Horrible physical. uniforms. Can't stand them. <laughs> uh, can't wait till next season when they, they, I don't know if you saw, but they changed their logo again. They, 
Yeah. Yeah, they 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 they, they modernized their old one as opposed to doing something completely different that looked like a snowflake. I don't know what it was. Um, but Montreal's a, a, a nice team. I love what Austin's doing. I think Austin is the opposite of LAFC. I think LAFC is definitely just star power, glamour, glitz, you know, as much as we can get of anything. Um, while Austin has Austin reminds me of what Atlanta was a few years ago with right. those kind of quality guys that are just playing really well. It reminds me of what I wish, you know, Inter Miami would do, you know, to, but they've just hit on on good players. Uh, but I think the team that a lot of people are not talking about, but they are, it's a weird thing. Man, the best player in the league right now to me is Hani Mukhtar, man. The dude from Nashville is just right. unbelievable. Everything he's doing. Like, I like what Philly's doing. And I know that they're putting up, you know, baseball, football scores on teams over here. Seven nothing, you know, six nothing. I, I get it. I know they're they're doing a lot of good stuff there. They have the uh, the kid from that that was from Inter Miami, Carranza, you know. So that kind of hurts a little bit. So that's why I'm not leaning too much towards Philly. <laughs> I don't want him to to be successful. Um, I'm hating a little bit, honestly. That's just just me being honest there. But I like man Nashville, the crowd, that place, that environment. They got Thor playing defense. Have you noticed the uh, Walker Zimmerman out there with his blonde hair just flowing in the wind, just looking. Right, he had a, a a flying header this weekend. Like that. Sound team, like you have a man crush, man. A little bit, you know, a little bit. But uh, <laughs> but no, I like what Nashville's doing. They're they've they're quiet. They came on the scene just like Inter Miami, same time, and they've just been incredibly successful since from the jump. You know, mm -hmm. I think yeah. Nashville and and Hani just he was the MVP. Uh, was it last season or the season before? No, Pozuelo was twenty, but Hani should have been the MVP. Hani's just been money. You know what I mean? Money, yeah, money, money. And he had a hat trick uh, a couple games ago. He's leading the league in goal scoring. He's number one in the golden boot. Um, again, and kind of like a weird place to play, Nashville, man. That's those those cities where, like, you know, the crowds get real, real into it. And I'm curious to see if uh, if they stay on that top and they get some home games, it, it's going to be fun. But I, I find it funny that none of us picked any of the L.A. teams. I like that uh, that we kind of – although yeah, like I, I have – Like, they've got their weaknesses. Same thing with yeah. Toronto. Um, yeah, I think defensively they'll probably hold in the playoffs maybe. Yeah. But Vail and Vail are older, and Keelina doesn't even play past 70 minutes. Yeah. They, do, they have, uh, what, Christian Tello and the Dennis Bog, uh, Bogana guy. So, yeah. I don't know. They got another Colombian. Uh, Arango, Arango. Arango. Arango's good. There's a lot of glitz and glamour, a lot of glitz and glamour, but I don't know if there's a lot of essence. It's so yeah. LA. It's so LA. Um, Definitely I, a vibe. Like LAFC got whooped uh, the last time I saw him against Austin, so they didn't leave a great impression. And it didn't look like, like um, Bale and Bella uh, can play together, you know, kind of taking up their space. I, I, I don't know. I thought they could. But at, at least that game they did it, and and the Galaxy, I, I think, with Puig coming in, it's a big jump in in, yeah. um, in quality. I mean, the kid, the kid was really, really good, and never got a chance, you know, at, at Barca. It's just because you're in Barcelona, where there's so many good players. Yeah, but I saw but, him play down here against Napoli in a in a, in a friendly a few years back when Barcelona came over here, and he was on he was all over the pitch, and I was yeah. like, man, this kid's like twelve. You know, who the, who the heck is this yeah, kid yeah. running around, like you know? 16, he was like 16 or 17 yeah. at that point. But um, I think, so. okay, so it's Puig, but he says Pooch. 
So I don't so that's how you say then pooch because okay Ricky pooch. But Ricky I'm gonna pooch. say I'm gonna say Puig because I had a a friend in in um, middle school. Yeah, bro, everybody knows Yasiel Puig is your friend too, bro. You know what I'm saying? So with me, um, I think Ricky Puig, Ricky Pooch, Ricky Puig can be Pooch. the the <laughs> biggest signing in MLS history, man. Like, whoa, this, I think he can be. I think he wow. can be. Think about it. You know, like this is a guy. He's a guy who came from, you know, his pedigree is pretty damn impressive. He's coming from Barcelona, you know, where he was a youth academy player, everything. So he's got all the tutelage you could possibly want at the highest level. And he's coming over here, not even in his prime, like still like working towards his yeah. prime. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He's, he's really young. That it, it, with all those things being said, it could be a great thing. It's the biggest. It could be the most important signing in the history of MLS as a league. You know what I mean? Because. When you look just on the other side of town over there, if you go from Carson to, to L.A. and you see what the LAFC is doing, like we said, Chiellini can't play past 70. Bale is older. Vela is older. They're, they do what everybody has been doing in MLS for a long time, which is, you know, get the those retiring guys, bring them over, you know, maybe not retiring, maybe still has some juice in it. But, you know, prior to, to, to Ricky's arrival, you would say Carlos Vela was probably the most prime guy to to come here that still had years left on his you know on his um on his playing 20, time at 28 it was 28 yeah and, is that old? He's, like, he's not even 25 i don't think no he's so yeah, he's 20, 23 yeah i agree yeah. with you i think him coming over and he's not even in his prime yet and he's not not even what a year ago he was starting for barcelona so yeah i think it's impressive i know you know, Barcelona rejects are good enough for MLS. I don't know why people are <laughs> scoffing at the signing, but I think it's good. That's a that's a great signing. But I, 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 do you think he'll be uh, bigger than Landon Donovan over there? He's got a lot of he's got to do well, a lot of stuff. Well, again, huh? it, this whole thing could blow up in his face. So you know, he's no, got. No, he's going to be good. No, he's a good player. He's a good yeah, player. He's been There's good. No There's no doubt yeah. he's going to be good. It's just you're saying he's going to be really big. That's Landon he, Donovan territory over there, man. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I think, uh, by the way, Montreal guy, Kai Kamara, is like 10 goals away from uh, tying Landon Donovan on the all-time MLS scoring list, um, which is crazy. And then Wondolowski, he's like, he's unattainable. But, you know, if this guy sticks around long enough. But I think I think Ricky could definitely challenge Landon Donovan because, again, he, like, he – Nobody has come into this league with the pedigree that this guy has at the time that he has. You know, it's unheard of in this league. Yeah, Landon Donovan I... didn't have any pedigree. We made him. You know, he's a guy who who was playing for for the San Jose Earthquakes, the first uh, iteration of it. Then went to the Galaxy. <laughs> then went to Europe for a little bit. Played with the Everton for a little bit. Had his little runs in some teams, and then came back and established himself. But he didn't have. What this guy has, you know what I'm saying? He's so a surfer boy. He was a surfer boy. He, yeah. Can, can yeah, I tell yeah. you something that you mentioned yeah. earlier before we started about the MLS? Um, yeah. You know, a couple of things. I, I had a conversation because I'm in this soccer chat, you know, because I play in the mornings with these old men and stuff. And I told them, <laughs> hey, I'm impressed. I think MLS is is uh, one of the top four leagues in North, Central, and South America. Okay. I told them. Okay. To me, only clearly, clearly, clearly better is maybe Argentina, Brazil, Brazil, Argentina, whatever you want to put them. Like those leagues are, are above. But then I told them, everybody else, you know, I don't think the league, the league itself, and they're like, you're crazy, you're nuts. Maybe in the structure, infrastructure, and money, and this, yeah. But but on the product, on the field, I told, and I said, 
have you guys been watching lately? I'm not talking 10, 15, 20 years ago. I'm talking like right now. I'm yeah. seeing some talent. And then you bring, you mentioned when you just said Ricky Puig, I'm like, they're bringing, Cucho came in, yeah. Ricky Puig came in, and they're taking people from, from MLS to Europe left and right. Tati Castellano is playing in Girona. I saw a couple of games, and he's yeah. one of the better players right now. He was going to be the MVP this season had he stuck around. He was leading the league and scoring. He was doing everything, and you know he he ends up leaving to Girona. And now you know it, it's that's that's there's, there's it, a lot of talent in this league. There's a lot of talent yeah. in this league, and it's evolved and and it's gotten better. And I don't think she was talking about respect with with Montreal. And I don't think the league gets the respect um, that it should. I think I, I mean at least in this side of the world, because I think in Europe they kind of look at it and say, hey, we got some you know pretty decent players we can buy and and develop and 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 great but it, it was funny because i told him i think it's a top four league in in central north central and south america i think so they, i think it's I th- that's they were not telling me believe, they were telling me that caracas fc and and uh nah, bro. See, that's the thing. everybody everybody but, thinks I, their home cooking is the best you know what i mean and sometimes you gotta you face if the facts you look here, bro. at the product you say yeah. that there's a lot of good players man there's a lot For of good sure. players. so i think that they can go toe-to-toe with any of these teams for sure, for better sure. teams in MLS. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. Alex, you're going to say something? I'm sorry. No, yeah, I, I agree. I think, yeah, I, I think it'll be Brazil, Argentina, um, um, MLS above League MX, which is a hot take, but I, I do think MLS is probably the better league at this point, genuinely. Yeah. genuinely. I, league MX is starting to fall by the wayside. I think the fact that Pizarro, a Liga MX player came to Miami, couldn't cut it back at Liga MX, and he's he's still riding the bench. I think that just says a lot. I know there's like Club America and in Monterey yeah. as a whole. Maybe there there are, there are a couple of teams that are individually better, but I think as top to bottom, I think yeah. better. Yeah, they spend a lot more money in that Liga. That's what I was saying. The guy was like, "Look, they spent. If maybe Liga MX is a little bit better, let's say it's the amount of money that they spend compared to what the teams here spend. Yeah, and, there's and, no salary and, caps. And, and, the, and the product on the field is not much different. You know, they, yeah. and, and you know they come back and say, "Oh, well, all these Concacaf tournaments and all these championships, you know, the league has them, but not not the." <laughs> not, 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 you know, not the U.S. But I told him, I'm talking about like right now, at For this sure. moment in time, the league has stepped up and it's even. I'm not going to say maybe next year the product drops, but what I'm seeing on the field right now, the product is yeah. pretty good. It's pretty interesting. No, the product is very good. The proof is in the pudding, like I said, man. And, and some of the, the some of the pudding that these people are cooking up, man, their their leagues and their whatever countries they're from are, are not very good. Okay, just plain fact. Um, the issue is. When you really look into it, okay, if you take in uh, the only league that maybe doesn't have this problem is like the Canadian Premier League, but I don't think we rate the Canadian Premier League that high. But no. any of these South American leagues, Central American leagues, all of those leagues, all of those leagues, right, are the premier sporting events in their home countries, okay? MLS is still the third, fourth biggest sport in its own country, and it's competing with sports that are even bigger than anything else. You know what I'm saying? So, the fact that we do have to compete with football, with baseball, with basketball, with even hockey in, in certain areas and different times of year and everything like that, and, and not to mention then comparing it to like your Liga MXs, your Colombian leagues, your your uh, Argentinian leagues, yeah, man, dude, like for what it is, pound for pound, it's a great product. It's it's got you know the skill levels there. It's just like anything; it needs to be managed properly. But you have great examples of when it when it's good, it's really good. I think Austin FC right now could beat most any teams, you know, on this side of the of the continent. You know what I mean? Uh, Philadelphia can put up 
points with against any of those teams in South America. Um, again, it all goes down to money. If the teams that are spending more money, like in all these countries, they're going to have those powerhouse teams that like to spend. It's uh, They're going to have a, a, a sincere advantage. Uh, let's see here. Ricky says, MLS's peak can be best league in the Americas. That's a fantastic ceiling for this league, considering what the Premier League, League One, La Liga, and Serie A have been, can be, and are. Um, let's see here. There's another. So you think Monaco or Nance or Nice or Leo are by far better than any MLS team? They all have more money. Yeah. First of all, it, it's it, again you got to compare to to what you can. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But I I'm keeping it with the Americas. Obviously, these European leagues. You know, some of these. Um, yeah, even like the I, I kept it here. I kept yeah. it here because yeah. of that. I think that is if it continues to evolve and if you continue to to be popular, like players like Puig, Puig Pooj, however you want to pronounce. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ricky. If players like that keep coming, the the level is going to continue and continue to get better. And yeah. and people want to come to to the U.S. People want to live here. I, yeah. I think Miami is only in Miami. It's only a matter of time when you know we become a top team worldwide because you're going to get some of these players that, yeah, that are in, in in their prime and you know especially South American players you know that that are a hop skip away right there, a couple hour flight yeah. and you're back and and it's and you can get paid. You know, if once the cat Sally crap and all these stuff, you know, improves, uh, I think this is a destination. So, yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, again, it'll be fun to watch. Let's see. We got our little dark horses uh, for the MLS Cup playoffs coming up. We still have some weeks of the season left. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, Inter Miami can can keep it up. Uh, real quickly, before we let uh, Alex go here, how about uh, the debut? Of some Americans abroad yesterday in Premier League action, huh? Like we're here, we are talking about you know which league is better and everything. Just look, look and see where the talent's coming from. Weston McKinney scoring against PSG yesterday, huh? First goal of the season. Serginho Des making his debut with Milan. Uh, Pulisic playing but not doing too well. Chelsea's in a in a bit of a mess right now. He should leave. He should leave. I, he wanted I, to. He should he go to like to. Italy. They weren't letting him go. Slower league where he'll have. He's a cash cow. They're anyway. not going to let him go. That's the. I, I agree. You know, I think by now. I See, and as a Chelsea fan, I'm a little torn here. You know, by the way, Gio Reyna came back. Good to see him. Got a couple of assists uh, yesterday as well in uh, in Champions League. But look, when it comes to, to Pulisic, as a Chelsea fan, I think there's a mixture. It, it, the answer is somewhere in the middle. I don't know exactly what it is, but the answer is somewhere in the middle of, you know, yeah, he should leave. He's not getting a fair shake. But, yeah, he's also had a fair shake, and he's just not as good as we want him to be. You know, I think there's the answers somewhere in the middle there. Um, I do think if some of these guys like Mason Mount or, you know, some of these other British guys were having the struggles that – or you know, just playing like he was, and they've played worse than he has sometimes, and they don't get the criticism, you know, they get the, the benefit of the doubt. I think as English. an American. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's an American, you know, a uh, bit of an American bias there. You got to show up a little harder. You got to, you know, train a little harder and, and play twice as better as some of the other guys to really stand out. Um, but I also think that he has had a lot of opportunities. Like, we're talking about a guy who's been on a team here for – for three yeah. years now, three seasons. Yeah. How old is he now? Uh, I think 20. my age, 24, 
Yeah, he's still that. young. You know, he should, but he should he should have matured a little bit more. I think, I think he he's has just, he's just inconsistent. He's just inconsistent. But they've been inconsistent with 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 the opportunity. Also, like he's on and off. Sometimes yeah. he plays stretches. Other times he's not even you know. No, for bench. sure. I mean, you so give the guy the tough. number ten. You give the guy the number ten jersey. But not you know, the respect. You're thinking, but not the respect. You don't give him the the you know you don't you don't commit to him full time. Um, but then again, is he not winning the commitment? You know, that's the other part of it. We like, don't know what's just... happening behind the scenes. You yeah, don't know Tuchel what's happening. Exactly. Tuchel getting sacked, maybe with the new coach, which is I think Graham Potter. Um, maybe he'll get more playing time. I don't know. But, Hopefully, yeah. I'm hoping it's Zidane, bro. Let's get Zidane over there. Yeah, man. honestly, you know? I hope. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> Graham Potter. To I don't leave. know about that guy. It's just Brighton's doing really well right now, and we've got a good project going. So that yeah. That's it. I, I'm sure hope uh, Potter will be good for Chelsea, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, feel, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So let me, we'll, we'll, uh-huh. let, let me tell you something also with this little soccer group that I'm in. We talked about the World Cup, and these guys are telling me that U.S. is not getting out of the first round. And and I well, they're not getting them, out of the group. No, they're not getting out of the group. They're not going to, yeah. according to them, and, and this is just disrespect. I thought I said, guys, you know the amount of talented players they have. They, yeah. Two two teams can get out. You don't think we the U.S. can get out? I think not only do I think they're going to get out, I think they're going to be a little bit of surprise in Qatar, and I think they're going to be real challenge in the World Cup and in, in the U.S. The, the one after because these oh, young yeah, kids sure. are going to be flying plus the new ones coming in. And, yeah. and on the U.S. soil, like. Absolutely, yeah. but I think I in this cook, one yeah. they're gonna in this cup they're gonna surprise people. You know, yeah. every World Cup there's a team that's just a Cinderella team, and I think it's them. I think yeah. it's them because these kids, you know, they're playing. They're really good players, and they're gonna go out there with that attitude, like let's go. Hey, well, I, I, I don't I, think they're gonna feel that pressure. Imagine me, my two of my bosses. One is from Wales, and the other one is is a Brit. So I gotta yeah, deal with beat this them all both. the time. You're gonna beat them both. <laughs> I gotta be cocky American guy every time I talk to them. You know what I mean? I gotta I gotta hold it down for for uh, for the union over here. So I, it is what group. it is. Uh, I think, group. yeah, man. Hey, look, I think we have as good a chance as any. I definitely think we can beat Wales in that first game. We can beat England, and we can beat. Iran. Now, will we? I mean, we've gone to, you know, and we last last World Cup cycle, we didn't even qualify. This one, we're coming back. We got a little chip on our shoulder. Uh, Pulisic's first opportunity at a World Cup is going to be exciting to see him. Uh, yeah. Again, lots of stuff. We're the youngest team. Things can happen. I like our chances. Slonina at goal, starting uh, against Wales that game that, one. We're starting that now. <laughs> If that I like happens, it. I'll be if that happens. I would love it, but if that happens, I'll be shocked. Watch, I would, man, watch. I would be shocked. I think they'll take him as a second or third keeper, but to start, mm, yeah. I don't. Well, know I'll just say that. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, oh, Iran will have a chip on their shoulder versus USA. Oh just yeah. Saying. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, it it'll be something something to watch for. Uh, we'll all be tuning in. Uh, it's gonna be a different experience, man. This end of the year is gonna be phenomenal. With NFL, with basketball, with hockey, and then just throwing the World Cup right during Thanksgiving. You know, it's just it's gonna be incredible. Formula. It's gonna be a great time. <laughs> yeah, you know, throw everything in there, make it all fun, uh, and then we'll we'll enjoy it. But 
Uh, with that, Alex, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Really appreciate you stopping by and making the time. Love the discussion. Love to talk. Love to hang out. And uh, hopefully I'll see you out at Inner Miami. I got to make it down. I got. I just renewed it. Look, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I just renewed my passport. So oh, wow. maybe I'll make it down to, uh, yeah. <laughs> down to yeah, Fort Lauderdale yeah. to catch a game. They don't have too many more home games, uh, like three more, I think. Three, three, three and three. Yeah. The six games, three away, three home. Yeah. Oh, so. man. Okay. So when's the next home game? Uh, good Tuesday. question. It's been Tuesday more. against uh, um, Columbus, right after this Saturday. They yeah. have a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We got have a Tuesday Cucho. game? Cucho Tuesday game. Yeah, because they, they had to move the game because of that stinking Orlando City that those spy gate, those spying oh, lions. That's right. Spy on a freaking. Uh, Sacked. Hey, we're all for the Republic today, right? Are we yeah, unanimous all for kick, the Republic? The game kicks off in like uh, 10 minutes, I think. 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah. Are we all for the Republic? Yeah. I got to go for yeah. the underdog. I got to go for the underdog. I don't want Heck them yeah, to have man. a title. I don't want them to have a title <laughs> over us. Am I petty? No, not at all. Am I'm I with petty, you, baby. Even if it's US Open? Cup or you know, I don't want oh, to hey, have a title over us. That's our cup, man. We gotta we, we don't want them to win it, you know. I'm all about it, baby. Cup set season. Petty. That's what it's all be, about. I don't want to be petty, but they have a great chance to win it. So yeah. First team first if they if Sacramento can pull this off tonight, they'll be the first team, and it's gonna be a task. They've already eliminated San Jose, the Galaxy, and Kansas City in route to getting here. Um they're playing in Orlando tonight, and there hasn't been a non MLS team winning the Open Cup since 1999. Rochester Rhinos, I believe, yeah. were the last team to win it. So it's been a while. Yeah, they're due. They're due. Sacktown, baby. Let's go. I'm all about like it. I got a friend out there. No, they're going to win it then. They're going to yeah. party like it's 1999. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Print it up. Oh, it'll be a good time. All right. Well, Alex, thank you again. Have a wonderful evening. Uh, remember, guys, check her out on Twitter uh, at AA. W underscore nineteen ninety eight and check out the Heron podcast. They do great work. Uh, if you really want to dive in and get into the X's and O's of everything, uh, Inner Miami, that's a great, great place to to go and uh, get learned, get learned on some stuff there. So, all right, uh, again, Alex, thank you so much, and uh, have a great rest of your evening. You too. Thanks for having me on. All righty, right. take care. All right, X, it's time, buddy. It's you and I. Let's uh, let's um, let's do this. We're going to talk a little here because, you know what I'm saying? Let me have a little sparkling water first, a little sparkling water. Oh, there you go, a little sparkling water. I'll dabble a little in my my non-sparkling water. What's in there? What's in there? Mm. That's a... Hard stuff, bro, H2O. That's a a vodka cup. (laughs) Bro, I am such a wuss now. I I don't drink anymore, man. Good for you, bro. I I have like like a beer now, maybe. At a social gathering, and then well, what happened? What was the cause? I'll milk it. I got married. I think that's what happened. I think I actually when I, it funny enough when I was single, mm-hmm. I used to you know like any single guy, I was like yeah, let's have a good time. Partied hard, blacked out a few times. You know, I've got some good stories. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I started uh, I started dating my now wife, and shortly thereafter, I just kind of became the DD, like just out of my natural instinct of wanting to make sure that she has a good time. And it's just carried over to the point where I'm just such a lightweight. Now I'll, I'll milk my beer. I'll be sipping on it for forever. You know, like while everybody's on this. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, 
people are on their second or thirds and i'm like yeah 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 i'm having a good time and like i don't know man i just <laughs> the, the I, fake sip the fake sip oh yeah 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 i make it i make that one last you know um i even tried i got into the i bought a pack of the uh, mountain dew uh beers that came out oh. and they're they're tasty they yeah, taste like mountain dew that. wow That's something yeah the hard mountain dew and it's Tastes really good, but again, I'm just like, eh, I have one. Is, like, is it sugary like the drink? It, it, it tastes like, like it, but with a kick. Yeah, it's good though. It's good. It's not, I'm not gonna lie. They, the, the flavors are, are pretty solid, but I just, I, I don't, I thought I would be like, oh, it'd be like a soda for me, and I'd be like, oh, I'll drink it and then drink another and then drink another no, no, and no. get back into it. No, it's just like one, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm such a good for you. I, I'm wish, no I wish anymore. I could do that. <laughs> now, you get a little aguardiente go, and I'll have a couple of those. That's Oh, That's still man. mine. I used to do that when I was younger. I'd go out to the, the club yeah. and stuff. I would the end and I, but after a while, I just like so I, I'll drink whiskey. If I'm gonna drink, I'll drink whiskey. I'll, I'll drink oh, no. vodka and Stay. I won't do too much. The aguardiente oh, is it, it's it's mem- I have memories of, of oh just, yeah, oh, just the smell <laughs> now breaks takes me back. So I don't want to yeah, I can't drink gold. I can't chew big red or drink gold schlager because it just it instantly like ugh, takes me back to like horrible times. Um, but yeah, it's I get you. I mean, I'll, I'll dabble if uh, if I'm at uh with the friends and they they bust out a little water. They might have a shot or two. Yeah. Uh, I definitely don't do any other whiskeys or rums or anything. I'm like ugh, yeah, maybe, rum I can do. Maybe I'll have a a vodka and like uh Red Bull vodka. That's still my go to. That's my. I'll have one of those if I'm feeling like, all right, it's going to be a good time. But again, like one, and that's it. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get let's into it. it. It's let's NFL it. NFL week one. It is – this is a wonderful time of the year, okay? It's a very fantastic time. If you put your ear to the ground, you can hear the, the incredible sound. You know what that means. It's um, NFL Week 1 kicks off tomorrow. I have my first or my second and final fantasy draft uh, right after this show tonight. Uh, to, and tomorrow we officially kick off NFL Week 1. The preseason is over. The rosters have been set. The cuts have been made. You know what to expect already. There's some, a lot of great storylines happening. But uh, I want to talk briefly first about the Dolphins, all right? Dolphins are taking on hosting the Patriots week one here on Sunday, September 11th. It's going to be a great time. Uh, Dolphins right now, okay? Let me tell you. Uh, Dolphins open up as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, all right, against the Patriots, which I, I find it surprising considering all the upgrades that uh, that the Dolphins have done. They're really giving a lot of uh, respect to, to the Patriots here and, you know, McCorkle, Mac Jones. Uh, because essentially if, if both teams are even you get a three point edge, if you're the home team, and if you're only favored by three and a half points right now, then they're thinking you're just this much better than the other team. So it's uh, not that it's not that it's, it's, I'm, it's, it's, it's cause it's a Dolphins yeah. and in the last 20 years have been all this time, just like the hurricanes all yep. this time. We're all this time. We're all, the, all, and then in the end it's all, oh, how did I believe it was the, now the team is much better on paper. Yeah, we got a new coach who's got a great offense and all this. Yeah, but now you got to put it, the product on the field. Now it's got to get done on the field, and it's uh, let me see it to believe it, and, and yep. that's why that is. I mean, and you can't blame them. I mean, the Dolphins have broken 
You know, they broke in everybody's hearts. Whoever's a fan, oh, for they, sure, made, they, for they sure. made Hootie, they made Hootie cry. They made me cry <laughs> a lot, you know. So I, I can understand it. I can understand it. Once Miami whoops that butt on, on Sunday, then maybe <laughs> things have changed a little bit. For sure. For sure. hundred percent agree with you. But again, though, it, we're, we're talking about a team that, you know, made it mega improvements, you know, from last season to this season. Uh, we had a pretty decent season by our standards last season. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't Agreed. a horrible, you know, wash. Um, nine wins, we right? Showed, nine seven wins? Yeah, we, we showed flashes. We had some some moments here. But to come back and essentially just be a half a point favorite against a team that I really can't even, like, pinpoint. I mean, I don't know. I don't follow the Patriots like I follow the Dolphins, but I, I feel no, like the cool. Patriots haven't had anything, you know, on the – exciting happened this season where i'm like oh man watch out patriots other than just they're riding their equity of they're the patriots you know they're the team that you know always belichick, does belichick. well Bill belichick so i'm a little surprised that uh at that um at that line to open up the game but uh that's on sunday kickoff is i believe at 1 p.m yeah. there's gonna be a lot are you uh xavier are you a red zone channel guy or are you a just watch one game type of guy on sundays I'll flip. I'll flip around depending. Like on a commercial, I'll go to red zone. I like to watch the game. I like to. Watch. Uh -huh. I'm watching the Dolphins. I watch the Dolphins. But every time there's a commercial, boom! I'll I'll flip, go to red zone, yeah. go and, and look at it. Yeah, I like to see the the action. You know. Oh man, let me tell you. Gritty. There's only a handful of things in this world. Handful. You can count it on one hand. I don't even know what they are, but I know there's only a handful <laughs> of things in this world that are better than red zone channel. Very few things are better. Who came than up with that? That was a genius. That guy, who, Scott who Hansen. Is that person? I don't know who it is, guy? but but Scott Hansen is the guy who hosts it, and he is like I want to be his friend all the time. He's he's he doesn't know it, but we're best friends. Like me and him, we're Through just Twitter Twitter friends. We're we're I oh god, I have a picture of him. Like he's my wallpaper on my phone sometimes during the What's season. What's his name? What's his name? Scott Hansen. The guy goes on there, and he and the best line is get ready. For seven hours of uninterrupted commercial-free football, that guy sits there and holds his pee for seven hours wow. on Sundays to make sure that I have a great time keeping up with my fantasy team and keeping up with the Dolphins and every other storyline that's happening in the league. And then at the end of it, he gives me the touchdown montage, which is just, oh, it's the best. You know what I mean? He's a real American hero. That guy, for sure. For sure. That guy is uh, a definite American hero. He's the definition of not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> I love the guy. Um, he is, uh, but I'm a big, I'm a red zone guy. I, I can't, like, I very, if it's a, a crucial Dolphins game, which it's been a while since we've had one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I might, you know, watch more Dolphin game, but usually I'll watch like the first couple of minutes, you know, especially if it's the first drive for the Dolphins. I'll watch that. But then it's like, bam, red zone. And I just sit there. And then I'll follow it. Sometimes I'll do the dual screen. Like I'll get the game on my iPad and then red zone on the big TV. Like I got to That takes priority. I love it. It's wow. the best. So um, I'm a big fan of that. But before we get into Sunday, we have a game tomorrow. The season kicks off tomorrow. You got the defending champion, Los Angeles Rams defending their title. First game of the season. My apologies. If you can hear my dogs barking in the backyard, in the background, they're just being. I don't feel so bad now. Yeah, okay. All right, so you can't hear it. I feel horrible now. Uh, Bills are traveling to Los Angeles to open up the season against uh, the Rams. The uh, first game is uh, it's a Thursday night game, right? Mm -hmm. And it's one of these kickoff specials. 
I normally don't like Thursday games. I don't like to put any stock. I, I get a, It's hard for me to gauge who's going to win. It's hard for me to make an assumption. I never like picking. I don't even like playing players on my fantasy team that play on Thursdays because it's 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 like a handicap. I don't know. People just don't process right and don't play right on, on Thursday. So it's hard for me to put a pulse on what's happening. But the season kicks off with the Rams hosting the uh, the Bills. Josh Allen, who's like super hyped and everybody loves him. And he's the Bills are getting a lot of love this season. A lot of love. They're getting so much. They're doing uh they're picked by a lot of people as their not not their sleeper team, like their outright winning team. Okay. Uh let me ask you this question though, and I was thinking about it now. Let's let's not focus so much on the Bills and let's focus on the fact uh, on the other team here, the Rams, defending Super Bowl champions. Okay. What is more likely, Xavier? Let me ask you, what is more likely the Rams making it back to the Super Bowl, not even winning it. I'm just saying making it back. We haven't had a, a, a repeat appearance in the Super Bowl in a while. You know, definitely haven't had back-to-back champs since, I believe, the Patriots uh, way back when, okay? What's more likely, the Rams getting back to the Super Bowl or the Rams missing the playoffs? Whoa. Wow, that's a tough one. All right. That's a tough one. Um, you got to let me know what's going on with Donald, Aaron Donald, after the whole... You know, well, the league, the yeah, the league said because it's a it's it's a practice thing and they don't have jurisdiction. Basically, out of under their the jurisdiction, table, under the table, it's out of their jurisdiction. That, that, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, he's uh, not going to get any significant. He's not going to miss any time, and I don't even think he's going to get penalized any a fine or anything. It's just a slap on the wrist kind of thing because again, it's under their jurisdiction and just not the same. Had it happened in the game, then the league would take action. Whole another story. So expect. A full start, nice. uh, full crop of uh, of assets there for the Rams. Staffers Everybody's back. Good. Crop is good. I, yeah. I I don't think they're gonna miss the playoffs. I don't know if they're gonna be world beaters like they were last season, you know. But I I don't think they're gonna miss the playoffs. Um, okay. I don't know if they're gonna make it a Super Bowl, but you know, you gave me those two two choices, so I I, I think it's closer for them, you know, going back to the Super Bowl than it is. To miss the playoffs, they might make it by the skin of their chinny chin chins, but um, I, I think Stafford Stafford kind of reminds me of of the last years of Elway, where he would he would always you know, but he was obviously Elway got close um, yeah. several times, and then he and ended up winning it. Um, I, I think he like it's, he's in his last years, and, and like he's it's clicked for him. Yeah. So I, I think you know they, they'll be closer to the Super Bowl than than being out of the the playoffs. I like to use a, a word that Achilles likes. He's a gunslinger. Loves himself <laughs> some gunslingers. <laughs> That's what he likes, you know, some bang, bang out there. Everybody uh, loves to see that action, man. Everybody loves oh, to see the yeah, ball. Dude. Sling it, baby. Air, Sling air it, it out, out there. It out. Yeah. Sling that bad boy all day. That's what I'm all about. All right. So we got it. It's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it Thursday, whether it's Thursday, Saturday. So we're going to have football Mondays, Thursdays, Sundays. Saturdays we're gonna have college. Then we're also gonna have some college on Fridays. Man, it's just this is primo no, time right now, no, man. No, no, primo time. And then in the middle of it, towards November, then we get some World Cup action. Like this is gonna be insane. I don't know fan, what to do. You're a sports fan, and and when I say sports fan, is a fan of various sports because there's some people yes. that just like one thing. They just like football, and they think yeah. soccer sucks. And blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. if you like sports, yeah, we're coming. It, it, it's coming gonna hard. be a gift. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna be yeah. great. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. All right. So, Xavier, you're new to, to what we do here. During the football season, I love to make picks. 
That's my thing. This is how I got the name NFL Stradamus. I'm actually pretty good at this. For some reason, I can see through the tea leaves. I can see through the microphone here, and things just make sense. It's um, the beard. It's the beard and it's the whole the beard. Look. Yeah. I've, I was I managed to successfully guess and predict the Super Bowl uh, participants and winner in like week seven or eight a couple seasons ago. And Literally. last season I was right on, on. I hit more than I missed. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Are you getting paid for that? Are you getting paid for this? You should I, have I need to get paid more. Numbers. I need yeah. to get paid more because I've been winning a lot of people money and I'm not getting any kickbacks here. Um, with that being said, though, I have handpicked. Uh, select number of games, okay? I got one, two, three, four, seven games. All right, we're not going to go through the full slate. I like to week one. It's just a little sample size here. We got enough to know some stuff, and we got some cool storylines, which are make for interesting picks. Now, with that being said, we're just going to do seven. We're going to have fun. Let's go, you and I here, Lucky and then we'll seven. revisit how we, uh, how we did uh, next week here. So let's start tomorrow. It's Thursday night. We got the Rams hosting... The uh the Bills, Bills, two and a half point favorite, on the road against the Rams. Who do you got? I'm gonna go with the Rams. Ooh, go Rams with the, with the upset. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, I mean, a little disrespectful that you have the the champs at home yep. first game. I mean, the crowd is always hyped. You're ready to go first game back after all that, you know. And 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 they're gonna be the underdogs against. Buffalo, what what has Buffalo won? Yeah, I, I they're, they're, I'm they, with they, you. They, they got a solid they got a solid team. They have a, a a nice young quarterback. They have good running game. They have good solid defense. Yeah, they have they have all the tools. But so do the champs in their home. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the champs. I'm gonna go with the home team on that. One. I'm with you. I got the Rams too. I got the Rams um, defending that title. The, the it's remember they won the Super Bowl. At SoFi, at the stadium. Now they're going to get their rings. They're going to have the ceremony. It's the first yeah. game of the season at home where they won the Super Bowl. All these things lining up. As much as I like, or not, I'm not going to say I like, I don't like the Bills. Um, but I'm not big on them. But I do respect Josh mm-hmm. Allen. I think the dude is very, very legit. Gus and I were covering the Bills his rookie season. And we remember the game that he played was phenomenal. And when we were interviewing players in the locker room afterwards, all the Dolphins defensive players said that kid is going to be really good. They all okay. said it, and he had a he didn't have a great game, you know. He had a typical rookie but game, you but see, you see the potential. Mm-hmm. They all said it. And I remember that standing out because we have covered um, other rookies that have made their starts, and we've we've seen this. But that was the only time where it was a unanimous. Some everybody was saying like that guy going to be very good. So and, and, and Buffalo, I won't re- I won't um, forgive them. For jumping in front of the Dolphins to pick Josh Allen, yeah, that sons of bitches. <laughs> All right, so next game, Patriots at Dolphins. Patriots are a three and a half point dog, so the Finns are, like I said, the favorite here. Who are we going with? I got to go with Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. There you go. The Dolphins. Right. The Dolphins. Um, they need to start out with a bang. Yeah. They need to start out with a bang. It's 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 you bought you know it's like you bought a, a new Ferrari. You're you're a F1 driver. You're you you got hey, everything. Man. No restrictions. Home. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody wants to see that you know you take off. 
If it's and, not a if it's not it. a seventy yard bomb on the first play to Tyreek Hill, the season's a waste. Okay, you better be slinging it out there tampoco, from the jump. Tampoco, así. This is a bilingual show. Tampoco, así. Don't, don't, don't get don't get excited. You know, don't get excited. But yeah. I, I'll be happy with Tua throwing two TDs. Um, you know, the running running backs. One of them getting a hundred yards. Yeah. And, and and Miami, you know, getting another two TDs. Maybe a a pick six by the defense. So I'll be okay. happy if we, we beat them. I think we talked about it last week. I, I think I said it was like 28-13. I don't remember what, what the score. But, so you, um, got, you got the Dolphins by more than the three and a half. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I need them to win by more than three and a half for me to, to, to kind of start saying, okay, maybe this, this season will be different because we've had strong starts before. Yeah. And then we go down the gutter. So, you know. And, I, and, I agree. And, and I'm hurting. Patriots have always – beat up on us in the last 20 years so yeah. well not always because we beat Brady more than anybody else yeah but, um, but we also play him more than anybody else so eventually the numbers go in our favor but but he beats everybody else so yeah, that's true. We, we, actually, <laughs> we actually beat them so yeah Miami Miami all right solid solid all right now these next few games here I dabbled a little bit I think I'm trying to pick four of the uh or five of the better storyline games here okay uh first one up Let's go to Cincinnati, where the Bengals are hosting the Steelers. The Steelers named Mitch Trubisky, their quarterback. Now, the Steelers, Bengals, it's an AFC North rivalry. It's always a battle with those teams. It's it's tough. The storyline here for me is, are the Steelers going to bounce back? First year without Ben Roethlisberger. Is Mitch Trubisky really the guy? I kind of, I'm high on Mitch. I'm high on Mitch Trubisky, okay? I think he could do some stuff, but... The Bengals, are we going to see that, you know, that post-Super Bowl, you know, slower? Like, a lot of people didn't think that they were supposed to be in the in the Super Bowl or they were supposed to make it in the playoffs. They surprised a lot of teams. I think they were uh, – their over-under was three wins going into last season, and they exceeded every, all the expectations. Now, I was high on the Bengals from the jump. I thought they were really good. I proceed with the caution. I proceed with caution this season because, again, joy. certain things have to fall into effect. What's up with Joey? I love Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe is he Burrow. good to go? Is he good to go for the oh, game? He's always good to go. That guy is the man. There is I. I've been on the record saying that three years ago, when uh, when the draft happened and the Dolphins had that fifth pick, I said we should trade the entire draft to move they up tried. to number they, one. And they tried. Pick they tried. They didn't take it. They I tried. I, that I, came I was out, on record. That came out, that came out after that, yeah. that they offered and then they wouldn't take it and and for obvious reason, right? Yeah. Joe Cool is Joe Cool for a reason, man. I love he, me some Burrow he's got, now. He's got, yeah, he's got the it factor. He's got the, the it factor. So now we got Bengals at home, uh, almost a touchdown favorite over the Steelers. It's a rivalry game. It's a divisional game. It's the first game of the season also, so you don't know. This is why this game is hard to pick for, for, for a second, you know? favorites, touchdown favorites. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, so it's How's, kind of like, you know, like, all right, well. that pitch for defense? Exactly. Well, is it good though? We don't know. We haven't seen it. You know, this is that's why this game is a little tricky to they pick all, here. They're always they're always pretty solid, man. Yeah. They're so who are you gonna solid. go? Are you gonna go with Pittsburgh on the upset, or are you gonna go with the Bengals here? No, I, I think the Bengals at home again. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey's playing, and and I got the Bengals, but I don't think it'll be the seven. I think maybe okay. four, you got it closer. Four, three, yeah, three, three field goal. Okay. I think Mitch, like you, and and I remember a show we talked about it. I think Trubisky is like. Um, He's underrated. Yeah. He's not as bad as like some guys get this label, like kind of like Tua. Like they pick on him. Everybody has this thing on Tua, and Tua's not yeah. that bad. 
I think Trubisky is a little bit better than people think, and he's been already in the league, you know, a little bit. Uh, he's a little more mature, and he's with a solid organization. That's you know, the Pittsburgh, big thing, Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh's solid, so he's going to get coached up, and I think he, he's going to, you know, he's going to show a different level. So I yeah. think this is going to be a closer game, but I, I will pick uh, Cincinnati. Okay. All right. I got the Bengals for the same reasons. I think it's going to be close, but I still think that they'll cover. Um, but the Bengals, I like them here. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to have a better season than than people expect. I think they're going to bounce back. Um, next game here, Browns. They're a Browns at the Panthers. Okay, here we go. We got I don't I don't know who's quarterback for the for the Browns right now. Our, our, our former Dolphin oh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, uh, right? Jacoby. Yeah, going up against the new no, number one starter in in Carolina. None other the, than the, the game is where. It's in Carolina. So, so I like the home field uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker, Baker Mayfield here. Baker is going to bake. He's going to bake his old team. That, that, right. was, that was like a dad joke. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a point for the bad dad joke there. All right. So, uh, Panthers at home, point and a half favorite. Okay. Only, over, only a point only and a half favorite they think over the Browns. Yep. Don't they have like a decent running game too? Uh, like a decent uh, the defense. Panthers, the Panthers yeah. have Christian McCaffrey, but we don't know what Christian McCaffrey we're gonna get. He might he might get hurt coming off the bus. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and these guys have Chubb, but but the quarterback Brissett Brissett looked kind of shaky when he was here. I, I expected yeah. more from him. Honestly, I expected more from him in the preseason. He looked like a world beater, and yeah. and then like when he played, he was not that great. Um, backup quarterback in the NFL make a lot of money for not being very good. Uh, yep. So I, I'm picking Carolina, and I think Baker's going to enjoy it, and he's going to try to put up, um, you know, as much as possible. That could work yep. against him if he forces it, because he's a little nuts. But I, yep. I still think Carolina, and I think Carolina is going to win that game by like two touchdowns. Okay, wow. So you got the Panthers big. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Browns. I'm going for the upset here. I think. Uh, I think with the Browns, look, Jacoby Brissett just got to go in there and manage the game. Okay, on paper, your team is more talented than the Panthers. Easy. Definitely, okay, definitely. you got better defense. You have better stars. Just hand the ball off to Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Give them the ball. Throw your little passes. Don't make any mistakes. Let Baker make the mistakes because he's again trying to do everything for everybody, and he's trying to be a little mighty mouse out there, and he's gonna try to to, to impress, and he's gonna make mistakes. Okay, he's the gunslinger that you don't want. That's to me. That's how I've always looked at Baker. He's not very good. Uh, I think he has a great name. For a quarterback, I think that's a beautiful name for a quarterback. Baker Mayfield sounds like a quarterback. But for him, I'm not a fan of him. I don't like his game. I don't think he's that good. I think he's going to go into this game. I've never seen the Baker maturity that leads me to think that he's going to go into this game and play it right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's going to go in there overcompensating, always has overcorrecting. Yeah. always has one game. So, I got the Browns. Mistake. I got the Browns on this one. All right. Uh, three more games here. Let's, uh, let's go a little quicker here. Raiders. Oh, Okay, Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers are everybody's darling. Everybody loves Justin Herbert. He's the greatest, most untouchable, best quarterback of all time. But the Chargers are still the Chargers. They they haven't done anything my whole life, okay? They've been sorry. They're always sorry. They're not good. I'm not high on the Chargers. I think they're going to find a way to blow it like they always do. My prayer Chargers, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chargers. Now the Raiders, okay, new coach, uh, Josh McDaniel. They got Devontae Adams. 
Derek Carr is a very good quarterback. I've been saying it for a long time. He's just he hasn't had very good teams. But you give him Devontae Adams, you give him some stability, a nice place to play, hey, something to look forward to. They did a lot with nothing last season. Remember, they lost Gruden. They had a, a interim coach, and they still made it to the playoffs. You know, so I, I kind of like the Raiders here a little bit. But now the Chargers, three-point favorite, so it seems – you know, to be even okay. here, they're they're looking at both teams pretty much the same here. They're giving the three points to the Chargers as the home team. But then again, the Chargers, do they really have home field advantage? They're playing in the same stadium as the Rams, and nobody goes to the Charger games, okay? That's wow. still a Rams game, you know what I mean? So I think I'm going with Raiders, okay? I'm sorry I'm picking ahead of you here, uh, wow. but I'm going with Raiders. Raiders in L.A. are going to draw more fans than the Chargers are going to draw, Okay. I think that whole stadium is going to be black and silver. The black hole is going to come out there. They're going to eat them up. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. Okay? It's going to be a fun game to watch. But I think at the end of it, I got the Raiders pulling it off over the Chargers. What about you? That's a a tough one because um, Herbert, he's supposed to be – this is supposed to be another big year to confirm – to confirm everything that everybody has said about him. To be fair, he has been really good. He has yeah. been really good, but I just I don't I'm not it's the team. I don't I'm not, you know. Uh. San Diego is a regular season Los Angeles season. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, look at they're, that. They're, That's they're, how they're, bad they are that you still call them San Diego. I'm always gonna call them San Diego. That team is a nomad. <laughs> I'm always gonna call them San Diego. That the LA Chargers are regular season champs. They play in the regular season like champs. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna go it's another home. So I'm going to go with the home team there. Uh, I think just barely, maybe two points difference. I think it's going to be a, a, a like 31, 30, 30 game or okay. something like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of points. And I and I think the Chargers uh, pull it out. Okay. All right. Solid. Uh, let's round it off. Last two games are also the last two games of the week. Let's go with Sunday Night Football at the Jerry uh, – what, what do they call it? The Taj Mahal of Dallas or Jerry World. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go to Dallas where the Cowboys are hosting and they're the underdog here. They're hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they're a two and a half point underdog. Okay. So the Buccaneers are the favorites here. No Gronk, but pretty much everybody's back for, for the Bucks. You got Brady coming back. How the motivated Brady is he? The Brady Bunch is back. The Brady Bunch is back. I mean, how are we feeling about it? He didn't, you know, he won the Super Bowl his first year there. This is year three. Doesn't feel like he has another year four coming. I feel, kind of feel like this is this is it for him. This the, is last the last dance, season. That's yeah. last dance. Unless it all goes bad for the Dolphins, they get rid of Tua. He's coming here. But no, nah, Giselle, Giselle will not let Tommy come to Miami. Oh, man. for sure, sure she will. She didn't want him to be on that boat. You think that it, she's <laughs> the one that said you can't go on that boat? <laughs> all um, right. So who do you got then? Tampa, two and a half point favorite. Is, it, is this Tom, Tom before the last interview where he looked like he lost like 20 pounds? Yeah, or, or am I getting the Tom, you know, a little bit, a couple months before? This is this is avocado ice cream uh, treat eating Tom Brady. It's, it, he's, he's, he's something special here, okay? But it's Sunday night football. All eyes on him. All eyes on the Cowboys. Dak Prescott. What, what, who, who's Dak Prescott? Man, um, who is he? He's, he's 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 a guy that's making a lot of money. What does he want? What I like want? Dak. I think Dak. I think Dak is overachieved. I think Dak is a guy that oh, I wasn't maybe. expecting. 
I don't think I was expecting that kind of production from him. And in the right place, he can do great things. He's put up numbers in Dallas, but Dallas is another team win. that just you gotta win. They're just they're weird, man. They're they're there's it's not in Dallas. It's in Dallas. Brady season opener. Um, if 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 there's gonna be a slip up, it could be that game. Yeah, it, it, it's a it good depends. trap game. All these it, games are trap games. Week yeah. one is a trap for yeah, everybody. That, if Zeke is on, then maybe I can see it happening. I mean, I'm trying to convince myself not to, not to, you know, pick Tom because I, I trust Tom. But sometimes he slips, like he has little brain farts, and I don't know where his head is right yeah. now. So I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to go on a limb and say Jerry and the boys. Oh, there you go, your first upset. Okay. Squeak by. Jerry and the boys squeak by. Okay, and then, and then Tampa and then Tampa goes and wins like six in a row after that. Exactly. Yeah, I could see that. I could see Tampa losing week one and then going six and one. You know, uh, I'm gonna go with Tampa though. I, I I've learned one thing in my life: never no, go against Brady. That's it. Simple as that. All right. Now this, I think this game is an easy pick, but I think the storyline is incredible. Okay, and I, I this is must see TV Monday Night Football. If you don't know, okay. The Broncos, six-and-a-half-point favorites, traveling to Seattle, okay? Monday Night Football, the 12th man out in Seattle, and it's the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle. Week one, you're getting the game week one. Like, you can't ask for, for a better storyline in week one and, and, and everything happening. So this is, again, must-see TV. I think the pick is easy for me here. I, I don't see yeah. any... Any struggle? I think you're going to go with the Broncos as well. Absolutely. Um, I, I like the Broncos this season to compete. I don't like them to win the division. I think there's just too much challenge there. Uh, with you know, it's it's the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders are all really good. That that division is the best division of football. Most um, exciting to watch. Those games are always awesome games. Exactly. So I'm going to pencil in Broncos for both of us. But again. What a storyline! Could you imagine Pete Carroll pulling it I off? No, no, no. I want Russell. I don't think Russell got the respect that yeah. he's getting. He's got a big contract, but yeah. I, I think there was I think a he's lot getting of, the respect. He's getting the money too. The, the money there, but I don't think he got the respect in, in Seattle, and I don't think people like some of the teammates talked some some poopy yeah. about him and stuff. He's very he, he's very he's, corporate he's a, he's cookie a cutter. Guy. He's a normal guy. He's a he's a normal guy. He's a good guy, and, and good guys now you you know, finish last, and you can't be a no, good guy. No, 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 no. I'm I'm gonna have to. I'm Tell gonna have me to why 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 the Russell hate? Tell me why I the think, Russell hate. I don't think he's a a good guy, and that's why. I think he's just he's corporate. That's what he is. He's corporate. What he's do you mean? he's corporate. He's Derek Which Jeter. Means He's trying to be he's 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 trying to be like what Derek Jeter is. He says a lot and says nothing at the same time. He okay. gives you nothing. His whole life and everything is very private and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But you're also like he's just he comes off like like he's like never going to say the wrong thing. He's measured. He's measured. Very measured. He's a more likable A-Rod. You get what I'm saying? Like A-Rod, <laughs> A-Rod has that same uh, persona where he's very calculated and does everything a certain way and says things a certain way. But Russell Wilson is at least more likable than A-Rod. A-Rod does the same thing, and you're like, oh, God, it's super annoying. He's just, again, he's very corporate. He's very bland. He's very vanilla. and But he's, he's a beast <laughs> on the field. You know what I mean? 
And I, I, I hope and I pray that Tua can be, you know, half as good as, as Russell Wilson will be all right, because I think Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks of our of his generation. I think he's one of the best. Um, yeah. He's had a great career. And it's great not career. He puts up numbers. He's played in different types of systems. He's been the man and he's been a good to put it nicely. He's been a good soldier. He's been a good teammate. He's been a good. You know, uh, is he measured? Uh, is he measured on the field, or does he drop an f bomb, or or is he one of those guys that's measured? I mean, on the I'm field sure, too? I'm sure in the trenches he'll say something, but I'm sure he'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my bad." You know, like he'll apologize for it or something like, or, or he'll use like a, a very high, high uh, bad words. You know, something. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, That's a bad word, but the guy's not really sure it's a bad word. Yeah, he'll so. probably say something in a different language too. Like he'll try to educate. French. You. He'll say it in French, and it sounds <laughs> yeah. nice. So he thinks yeah. he's coming and complimented. Again, nice guy. I like him. I've been a fan of his. I enjoy his game. I enjoy everything he does. But I he you call him corporate. Is. I don't know. I I don't think he's you're corporate. much of a fan. He's corporate, you call him bro. Corporate. That guy oh, went I, from one day being all about the 12th man, the Seahawks, and everything to like the next day, like, oh, rat, let's go. Broncos, ride him up, saddle up. Like he says, oh, I see what you're he, saying. He does the, I see what he you're says saying. the hashtag for the team with everything that he does. Even like in his tweets and stuff, he writes a certain way. It's not, he's not very open to like who he really is. I feel like there's a lot more to know about Russell Wilson than what he lets on. You get what I'm saying? And again, mm. nothing wrong with that. It's fine. It's your privacy. It's all that kind, stuff. Kind of, kind of like the Sean Watson. There was a lot more to him than than he. Yeah, that was a lot more bad. Yeah, but mm. hopefully not the same level there. I, I like Russell Wilson. Let's keep him on the on no, the good Russell, side. Here, Russell's but... gonna go. Russell's gonna go in and whoop whoop that Seattle. Yeah, and oh, let him know be... what they're missing. Let him know what yeah, they're missing. Let him know. Let him know. He's gonna. He's got a chip on his shoulder as well. So all right. So that'll that'll sum it up. I got the picks logged in my book here we'll revisit it next week yeah don't worry i'll send you a well well i have it there we'll uh we'll revisit i'm joking i'm joking and uh but i think it's gonna be good we're gonna have a great time it's week one we get to do this yeah, for great, 17 great. more weeks it's gonna be great. great it's gonna be a lot of fun and then we have the nice little playoff run so Let's go. Give it to you. Yeah, you know ooh. i think that's always a good time and uh, how do you feel there. your first nfl picks with us bro i i'm 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 hyped. I want to see how I did. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, well, we have the Monday night game, so Tuesday we'll know for sure. Yeah. But I, I'm going – I mean, I feel flattered that I have the NFL Nostradamus, the best, you know, guy who picks uh, winners in, in, in NFL. All in I NFL. do is win, baby. You yeah. were, you're, you're better than, than Jimmy the Greek ever was. Oh, for sure. That guy, he ain't got shit on me, man. Mm. Um, <laughs> let's see here. We both got Rams, both got Finns, both got Bengals. Um, and then we have three games different. So we could either – this is good. We're going to have – one of us is going to be really right. Yeah, one of us is going to be really right. Probably be me. But uh, <laughs> but we're, we're – so the Bengals, Finns, Rams, and Broncos are – it's a wash because we're all picking the same. So we're it's going to go down to those three games there. Will the Panthers beat the Browns? Will the Chargers sure. beat the Raiders? Will the Bucks beat the Cowboys? Those are the three sure. games. That's what's going to separate us. For sure. No, those are the three I'm in, baby. There you go. So I like that. You know, I like that. We're going to have a good time. I like that we have a little <laughs> different view. Again, it's week one. I don't have enough research material no. and, you know, samples here to make the best decision possible. But I like my picks. I feel good about it. And uh, I think your picks are solid, too. You, your reasoning behind your picks are good. It's not like when Gus makes a pick. And I'm like, bro, you just you make no sense. 
But, but he's, fun, he's, he's a fungus. Fungus, so, yeah. yeah. Too much fun. But uh, but no. Uh, but anyway, it's a good time. But I think That's it's right. a, a good time to wrap. I got a fantasy draft to get to. Uh, I want to thank everybody for participating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a really good game to watch right now, too. Uh, let's go, Sacramento. Thank you, Ricky. Thank That's you, right. Alex Winley, for hanging out with us, too. And everybody who chimed in. And if you're listening to this later on the podcast, remember to like, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your enemies, share with whoever you want, but share it with somebody. Uh, again, thank you to our sponsor, Intelligent. Remember, Intelligent.com. Use code LEMONCITY15 at sign up for 15% off any package. Xavier, thank you so much. Make sure to follow you, X at X on Twitter and IG. And uh, let's go enter Miami this weekend. Let's have a yeah. good time, man. And we'll be back next week. And uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Adios. Peace. Peace.